0: The Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, Episode 75. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to The Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, the show dedicated to providing tips and strategies to everyone caring for an elderly loved one. My name is Casey Price, and this podcast exists to help make your job, the job of caring for your elderly loved one, a whole lot less stressful. Now, today we're going to talk about the point of no return when it comes to home care and money in relation to an assisted living and a private pay requirement. Now, that's a mouthful. It probably seems like a lot right off the bat, but it's really not that much. There's one simple concept that we have to really grasp in order for this to all make sense and for you to be aware of a trap that's lying in wait. If your loved one wants to stay home and is spending money, but the idea or the possibility of assisted living care is in the offing, it's in your mind, and the need for Medicaid in that environment might be a um, a need your loved one could have so now we, we know that most people want to stay home as long as possible they they need care but they, they want to receive it in their own home and home care providers are a phenomenal resource when it comes to accomplishing that goal you can really get home care for pretty much any level of need in the in the long-term care situation But professional home care can be expensive and it's easy for someone who needs a lot of care to spend all of their money on their care needs while at home. Now, if you exhaust all assets on home care, that that usually isn't a problem for someone who needs nursing home level care because they can move from their home into a nursing home that doesn't have a private pay requirement and receive Medicaid's, assuming they're eligible for Medicaid right away. So what does that mean? That means if the nursing home doesn't require you to pay a certain amount of money out of pocket before you can go on Medicaid in their facility, it's not a problem. You could move, you could spend all of your money, every dollar at home, be Medicaid eligible, move into the nursing home, get Medicaid benefits and all is good. But it's not always so easy when it comes to assisted living, doing that, you know, transitioning from home into an assisted living as a medicaid benefit i'm sorry as a medicaid beneficiary it's not so easy due to the assisted living private pay requirement that most assisted living communities have now again i've talked about private pay requirement before so you can you can go see that listen to that podcast episode which i think might be episode number 74 but what is that the private pay requirement is the amount of time that medic that then then the assisted living community requires you to pay out of pocket before they will allow you to stay in their community as a Medicaid beneficiary. Often that period of time is anywhere from 12 to 24 months, although it could be more, it could be less. And so if the assisted living community that your loved one wants to move into has a private pay requirement before they could stay in the community as a Medicaid beneficiary, then you need to make sure you keep that amount of money plus some extra for any increased expenses in reserve so they can pay for the required private pay period of time in the assisted living community. So if your loved one has $300,000 and needs home care, let's assume they they don't own the home, they're renting the home. So selling the home and raising funds isn't an issue. They're in a a rental unit, whether it be a a home or an apartment or even an independent living community. And they have $300,000. And you know that the assisted living community they would want to move into has a two-year private pay requirement, which would cost $100,000. Well, that gives you $200,000 to spend on home care before they would have to leave the home and move into the assisted living community in order to get Medicaid in the assisted living community. So if you spend below that $100,000 on home care, they won't be able to stay in the assisted living community as a Medicaid beneficiary. That doesn't mean they won't be able to stay in any assisted living community as a Medicaid beneficiary. It means they wouldn't be able to stay in the one they selected that has that private pay requirement, and that's the issue. So there is always an option available for people, but it may not be the option you want. You see, if there's something specific you want, you need to plan for it. You need to look ahead, say, if we need assisted living at some point in the future, here's where we would wanna go. What are the requirements to be here in the in the manner in which we wanna be here. Meaning, if we need to get Medicaid in this community, can we, what is the private pay requirement? What other rules or requirements might you have? How, how much money do we need to set aside in order to ensure we won't run into a problem? And of course, that's sometimes hard to predict because your loved one's care needs may change. They may not be what you expect when you price it out. So somebody with very low need or or no need who would move into an assisted living fairly independent might have significantly different needs when they move in at some point in the future. So, that makes it even harder to target the number you're going to need for them to have, the amount of money they're going to have to have when they move in, in order to meet that private pay requirement. This can be done. We do it all the time. It's just sometimes a little more complex than people think it could be. And most people, though, don't realize they have to do this type of planning in order to make sure their loved one can move into the assisted living and will be able to stay when they ultimately need Medicaid benefits. So... Since people are are frequently unaware of the situation, they they often lose track of the assets and find themselves unable to pay for the care for the period of time required in order to stay in the assisted living community on Medicaid. And you really need to be careful to avoid this mistake. Now, there are like I said, I call it the point of no return when it comes to spending money and getting Medicaid in the assisted living of your community. We focus on assisted living, but there are some nursing homes that also have private pay requirements. So again, if there's a community you want your, your loved one to ultimately move into, whether it's assisted living or nursing home, you better check and make sure. But in at least in my area, most nursing homes don't have a private pay requirement. They're happy to take an individual into the community as a Medicaid beneficiary. Why? Because they know they've already they're gonna they're gonna get paid every month. If somebody's on Medicaid, it is a constant payer source where they're not chasing money. So most nursing homes are happy to have somebody move into the 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 nursing home on Medicaid. Why the difference? Why are assisted livings less? Um, excited about somebody living there on on Medicaid while nursing homes don't mind, it's because Medicaid pays nursing homes more in the reimbursement than they do assisted living communities. So the assisted living communities aren't getting paid much when somebody's on Medicaid while the nursing homes get paid significantly more. And it, it works into their financial models. That's really the the best short answer to give as to why there's a difference between assisted living and nursing home. Why assisted livings want private dollars while nursing homes are happy with somebody on Medicaid. Bottom line again is make sure you're looking ahead and planning for the next level or levels of care so you aren't caught off guard by this financial point of no return. So you always have enough money in reserve to make sure you're able to move your loved one into whatever environment is best for them and whatever environment you hope to move them into so have the funds available make sure you don't run into this problem if you know about it in advance it's very easy to avoid and that's really it so that is the discussion about the financial point of no return where home care can kind of you can spend yourself out of the ability to move into the assisted living or even the nursing home of your choice if you spend too much money on home care you need to do a little bit of planning you need to be aware of these things i hope this helps you avoid that problem that unfortunately so many people end up having to deal with thanks so much for listening today keep on the lookout for more episodes let everyone know about the podcast hey if you have somebody who's dealing with uh, helping along and and, oh my goodness what is this The words won't come out. If you have someone who's helping their elderly loved one and they could run into this problem, please share this episode and the Stressed Out Caregiver podcast with them so they are as well-informed as you are and do the best possible job to care for their elderly loved one. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review at iTunes. Five stars is always appreciated. Remember that this show is based in New Jersey law and the laws in your state might be different. The content in this show is not intended to be legal advice, but rather information so you can find the help you and your elderly loved one need to provide each of you with the highest possible quality of life and the least amount of stress. Once again, my name is Casey Price. I run the stress.caregiver.com and the Stress.caregiver podcast. Doing these episodes are the highlight of my day, of my week. I love sharing this information with you. I can't wait to talk to you again. And until I have that privilege, I wish you nothing but the best.